The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Hour number three of a three-hour show. Keep it locked here for the full 60. All right, Rob, you and I both picked the Warriors to beat the Lakers, congrats to the Lakers, Rob G's team. They won in six games. Game six in L.A. was not that close. Uh, so the Warriors went down, and they will not defend their championship. LeBron James had his best game of the series. I thought LeBron had a good series, strong series, but this was his best game, 30 points, uh, took, took the ball into his hands, uh, late in this game uh, to kind of take it over, and they won 122-101. Steph, 32 points, though he shot just 11 for 28 in the uh, closing game. But, Rob, what were your thoughts? You 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 have a take about this series. Yeah, uh, it was more about uh, the Warriors, Chris. And I think we ignored who they were all year. I know they had a great record at home, but they struggled big time. And there were some chemistry issues. We talked about it. 
and ultimately they weren't together. This wasn't the team that won the championship a year ago. It just wasn't. You would have thought they came back, right, with the same pieces. I know Wiggins missed time, Chris. He had some personal issues. Uh, The the punch by Draymond Green and Jordan Poole becoming invisible in the playoffs and just the whole thing. And then they couldn't. They lost three road games, right? Then they lose three. They couldn't couldn't win. In this series, Uh, yeah. Yeah, in this series, series, they struggled against the Kings, Chris. They they had to win that game seven. And I think maybe people thought, oh, they beat the Kings, a a young, inexperienced group that pushed them all away. They lost game six at home when they could have closed them out. That should have been the warning right there, even though they won that series, that this isn't the same team. Um, So they are who... They really were, even though we didn't we we didn't want to believe it. I think until we saw it finally, Chris. That that's the kind of respect you give a team when they've won so much in the past and they just won a championship that's a, last that's year. That's a good point, right? Right, like like point. like that right. that that's what it's hard that's to, why. to write a team like that off. It Especially is when their best player. I, I I would Rob Steph. To me, is playing as good as ever. I mean, he really, I think he's as good as he ever was. But that team, Chris, we saw the warning signs when we look back. Don't you think now when you look back, like, there was issues They had a very uh, up-and-down season. Um, I thought a lot of it was just, obviously, there were a lot of injuries. Steph missed nearly 30 games. Uh, Wiggins, Wiggins, as you said, missed a month and a half or so. So they had a lot of injuries. The road record was horrible, injuries or not. So that was definitely They were too good to, to lose like that, right? They right. were too good to lose that many games. Absolutely. I, now, I thought late in the season they won two big road games, and then, you know, as they were climbing and fighting for that sixth seed, and then they beat Sacramento in that game seven on the road. And so I thought, okay, their, playoff, their road woes are behind them. But, Rob, I, I think this was more about the Lakers. And, I mean, you know, you were – I was a little higher on the Lakers than you, even though we both Definitely. The I, I wasn't higher. I didn't think they would beat Memphis. I, right. I didn't. And, and see, I and I didn't either. I picked Memphis. I, I was fooled by – when I picked Memphis over them, it was because they had – remember how much they struggled late in the season in games they needed to win. Right. And Utah, which was sitting out his two best players, was giving them all sorts of trouble. And Chicago and, like, bad teams. Chicago beat them, if you remember. Right. And I was like, nah, they just – they are not stepping up. And then come playoff time, they really play better. But I think this is what it boils down to, Rob. And Anthony – remember, they have not been healthy for a long time. Like, AD and LeBron have kind of alternated being injured – we remember AD in Phoenix, you know, he tried to play early in that series and couldn't with the bad groin. But when those two are healthy, they are arguably the only team in the NBA with two top 10 players. Now, some would say Phoenix, which is fair. If you want to, if Devin Booker has risen to that caliber, which he, he very, very well may have, that's fine. But AD and LeBron are clearly two of the top 10 players in the league. And then, Rob, the trade, I mean, the deadline moves, you got to give Rob Palinka credit because as much as you and I, and I definitely think Westbrook was, you know, bore too much of the blame. 
But we all knew we you and I said from the get go, all the way until he was traded, he yep. doesn't fit. And once they moved him out of there, and they brought in, I mean, Austin Reeves has emerged. He's a nice player. I got to give Austin Reeves some credit. He is a really good player. Uh, but D'Angelo Russell, that was a trade. And he is, you know, he's up and down. He's inconsistent. But when he's on, he's tough. Lonnie no. Walker obviously played well. Rui Hachimura, like, they've got their two stars, Rob. And one is a big AD, and one is is big in LeBron. By the day's standards, he's a big player, Rob. But he also is obviously a perimeter guy. And then you got the role players around him. So I think the Lakers are tough, man. I, I, I think, you know, we underestimated them. I think this was more about them. There was some stuff about the Warriors. You said they're small. They forget going small. They went tiny. And let me, right? let me say <laughs> tiny. Let me, but let me say this, Chris. I hear you. But but and I don't have it right in front of me. Maybe Rob G. When LeBron and AD play, Chris, they've been a 500 team, even when they play together. And I understand uh, 20 and 16. But a lot, most of that was with Westbrook. No, but I'm just saying, like, like they, they didn't play that well together. Number two, uh, the, the AD factor, well, two things. AD was in, very inconsistent, so you never knew which AD was showing up. And number two, well, LeBron true. didn't have the same impact on winning. We saw him put up big numbers, Chris. You just talked about the 30 points in game in game six. There were plenty of nights when he had 30-some-odd points and they still didn't win. And I get it. They made trades and they got a better roster well, that, than they that, had. That's the difference. If, yeah, they had not, I, if they had not traded Westbrook, Rob, I don't think they'd be here. It was and because one Westbrook was a bad fit, and even two though, they didn't add the they didn't have most of these players. They had Austin right. Reeves, but not the other guys. Because because the other those other parts were there, but they weren't winning like they should have. There was games we still thought uh, that the, that even with LeBron and Westbrook, they should have won more games. I mean, it was in, incredible when you think about. Uh, two years ago, LeBron averaged thirty points, almost won the scoring title. Chris and they and they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, but playing. again, LeBron, to you're right in that he does not have the same impact he used to. But a lot of that was AD was out in a lot of those games. Like and and when LeBron and AD were like most of that record, what was the record when they, they were together? Twenty and sixteen. Okay, twenty and sixteen. But most of that was went west with Westbrook there. You take him out. I mean, they started cooking once they once the trade deadline came, and a lot of that remember was without LeBron. And I mentioned the games after. Uh, I mentioned the games uh, late in the season when LeBron, you know, when they struggled. Right, Utah, Chicago. A lot of those games, if you look back, LeBron was scoring more than thirty points, and that is not the formula for them to win anymore. Now he can get 30, but he's it's how he gets it. He's right. gotta be, he should play within the system. He's still he or AD, depending on if AD has his offense that night, is one of their is their best player. But LeBron is now getting in the assist in the system, Robin. If you look at it, you see Austin Reeves feeling free, right? To make plays on his own, not even to pass. LeBron doesn't touch it on a lot of possessions. Uh, they sometimes they might look off LeBron. Same with Dennis Schroeder. Same with D'Angelo Russell or Rui Hachimura when he has it going, or even Lonnie Walker during this past series. And I'm not saying that that's not a disrespect to LeBron. 
It is just the fact that he is fitting in rather than being the system. And everything has to revolve around him. And I think that is what makes them so dangerous. They've got two legitimate 25, 20 to 25 point scores, and then a nice cast of role players around them. And they're playing. I think LeBron is like, I think he learned, Rob, like late in the season. You know, I'm getting 38, I'm getting 36, and we're struggling to beat a bad team. Right. And now I can just play within the system. I still get my 25-ish, and everybody eats, so to speak, and we're much more effective. So Okay, here's to your point, okay, that they they started, Chris, 11-15 and 15 through early February. Right. But they closed the season 9-1 and one together. So, so there it is. When they added those other pieces, yep. yeah, they became much better. But before that, it used to be like, like – they should have won more games. Like it was right. surprising that those two guys playing are four games under five hundred. You just well, they and, didn't and this have three point shooting around them, and Westbrook right. couldn't space the floor. Teams weren't guarding him a lot, so you back into the paint. And um, yeah, I, I think they're legit. I, I said, Rob, that the winner of this series, Lakers Warriors, I thought was going to be the favorite in the West. And so I'm going to go with the Lakers. I, I think Denver is going to be tough. And, you know, they, they look, there's two Western Conference finalists, so maybe they got a shot. But remember, the Lakers beat them 4-1 in the bubble, and a lot of people are pointing to that to say, oh, you know, the Lakers have their number. But remember that year, the Lakers had Dwight Howard as a backup. And, I mean, he obviously wasn't the Dwight Howard of old. But, Rob, remember how valuable he was in those playoffs. Yep. You know, coming off the bench, he played well. They're going to need that size against Denver. And so, um, you know, that that's why, again, I'm picking the Lakers, but I do think that uh, it's going to be a much, it's going to be a tougher series than it was a few years ago because the Lakers, you know, they had Kyle Kuzma who was 6'10". Now, he's not a, a big, so to speak, but Markeith Morris, they had JaVale McGee. You know, and he and, and, and Dwight, you know, played a role in that series. So they're going to have their hands full, but I think the Lakers win this. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with Denver. Uh, they've been good all year. People have discounted them. I, you know, I've been joking the whole time. People call them chicken nuggets and right. nobody's had. They've played. They've done everything they were supposed to do this postseason. I've been impressed by them. Uh, all the praise that uh, – the Joker's been getting because people have seen him, Chris, on this big stage dominate and play great when he was supposed to. Um, and he'll be something a handful. Uh, this will be a little different for the Lakers because they've had the advantage with AD, but this will be different. Um, I like Denver. I'm going to pick All right. Denver. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Uh, who do you have... Now, we're not going to go there. Let's let's go here first. We can deal with that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we um, can get there tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Who did this series say more about? Was it more about the Lakers winning or more about the Warriors falling apart? Lakers winning, Warriors falling apart. Your thoughts, 877-99 on Fox. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the TireRack.com studios. And we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, ATV, boat, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Was this 
Second round matchup between the Lakers and Warriors. More about the Lakers being very good or the Warriors falling apart. Your thoughts? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Jerome and Indy. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jerome? Jerome. 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 All right, do we not have him? All right, let's let's go to Wheel in Mississippi. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Wheel? Hey, what's going on, Chris? Rob, how y'all doing? Good, doing man. Great. How are you? Good, good. Man, man, I was just going to say, man, I really think it was on the more on the Lakers. Because like Chris just said, this was probably Steph Curry's best season, man. Like, the, the guy's been balling. And I know Clay been struggling and Draymond and, and Jordan Poole and all them guys were struggling. But I think it really just spoke more to – and I know it's been said a hundred times, like the moves that Rob Palenka made and just all of the stuff, getting rid of Russ like that. It, it, I mean, it, it proved to be right, you know. And the Lakers just been, been balling. And it's not been LeBron. He just kind of been facilitating, sitting back, taking what's what's coming to him, you know, playing high IQ, IQ basketball. Right. It's been it's just been working for him, man. Like I I really think they they might do it again this year. You know, it might be a bubble rematch or the the iconic Boston versus Lakers. But either way, I think they might do it. Yeah, I yeah, I, 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 I think he makes a good point about LeBron playing high IQ basketball because I and I think Rob people are so used to LeBron dominating the ball and basically dictating every possession that it looks strange, but I think he's playing smartly. Mark in Sacramento, you're on the odd couple of Fox Sports Radio. What up, Mark? What's going on? What's going on, gentlemen? What up, um, man? How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I actually think it was more the Warriors, but not in a real bad way, but more the Warriors were, were the team that was exposed. Um, and I think actually, and I always you know, go, go for this, is one of my things. I think them having to chase De'Aaron Fox and the Kings up and down the court for seven games took some of their leg, legs away. How do we really know you do. were going to take it to the Kings? I, I, no, I just meant to say it took some of their legs away. This is about the Warriors, not the Kings. They had to chase those guys seven games. It's the one team that thought they could outrun them. So it took some of their legs away, and I think it affected their jump shots in the next series along with that game, especially Clay Thompson. Well, I'll give you one game. Clay Clay was bad. The last four games, Clay averaged 10 points on 25% shooting. Yeah. And you're right. Like I said on the air after game three, when they got blown out, I said I think they're the better team. It was because they were getting open looks. They just were missing. So that's to your no point. Yeah. Yep. They no were getting legs. what they wanted. That's not a bad point because they were getting yeah. the shots they wanted. They just weren't making them. And people kept saying, run the Lakers, run the Lakers. Well, maybe they ran out of gas from running with the Kings. They couldn't run for seven games. They, they, I think they might have hit a wall too in that running thing. And the mm. Lakers were able to slow it down because they made free throws. They were able to slow that right. face down. And they got they slide. did make their free throws. Yeah. Yep. They Absolutely. did. LeBron was impressive from the line. 84%. Yes. Yeah, he looked more yes. comfortable than I've ever seen him at the line. No doubt about it. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate the insight. Brandon in Riverside, California. You're on the Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio. What up, B? What's going on, guys? Man, I love this freaking show, man. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I think it was more on the, uh, you know, the Lakers, man. If you think about their season, and I was going for Golden State. So early in the season, we know they had chemistry problems. They couldn't get it with Westbrook. So they used to just lose those games when they was down. And if you think about it, every time the, late, every time the Warriors had like a lead going into late third or to the fourth, Somehow the Lakers just put it together, and that's you know they you know they catch up and take the lead, and right. then they'll hold that lead. 
um, because it was really just Steph Curry really doing it game in and game out. They just wore him down, man. But on top of that, I just think the I believe the Nuggets will win because this is a different Nuggets team. They more mature, and I think they they just want it. It looks like they just want this, man. Yeah, I listen yeah. to you, God. I love the show. Thank you, man. Jokic, appreciate it, Rob. Jokic was not a superstar in 2020. It was like it's his hard for people to look at him year, now, Chris, and really not think he year. is. Right? Oh, well, he is now for sure. But you know, he was. It was like his second All Star year. He wasn't quite what he, you know, would become. I mean, now he's a full fledged superstar. So that's going to be a great series, uh, either way. All right, uh, Rob, the Phoenix Suns. My goodness. We'll get into that next, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We are the iCouple live from the TireRight.com studios. Rob, you know I was in Detroit uh, this yes. week, weekend. Because you I yeah, remember I Friday one you did boys. the show. Right? Who'd you, oh, yeah, you ran into. Did he uh, he my, sent you a photo or something? He sure did. He had a photo with you that he showed me to convince me he was he knew you. <laughs> oh, okay. We were in uh, Bar Louie with my mother and my brother watching okay. the Warriors-Lakers game. Yeah, my buddy and he Steve. he came up and won a picture. Yeah, Steve. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was but, a great um, picture. He was very yeah. happy to meet you, though. He was. Yeah, no, nah, it was good to meet him. Um, Rob, first of all, I was surprised that Monty Williams was fired. Now, it's justifiable because, you know, he, he struggled during the postseason. I mean, he just – he didn't use the bench until it was late. So had certain guys in the doghouse that seemed like they could have helped him. They played fairly well, Terrence Ross and T.J. Warren, once they got the chance. And then, you know, DeAndre Ayton, his, their relationship just doesn't seem good. And Ayton just was, you know, tuned out, really. Um, so, I get it. It was justifiable, especially, Rob, when you look at – like, I, I thought Monty had – even though he didn't have a great postseason, I thought he had enough – had curried enough good favor over the years. But, heck, you, you'd have to say the same thing about Nick Nurse and uh, Mike Budenholzer, who won championships recently, and they were fired. So, it man, the NBA is not playing, Rob. Like, dudes, if they don't get it done – if Doc survives after all these firings, that'll be baffling considering how be. they're getting rid of these guys. And these are guys who have won championships in recent time, yes. Chris. Yes. Monty Williams didn't surprise me totally, only from this standpoint. New owner, he yep. didn't hire Monty. Do you know what I mean? He has yep. no allegiance to Monty. Would you would you buy that no, for me? No, you're totally right. That's yep. Absolutely. That's the only reason. If there was the old owner, no, it wouldn't have happened. Nah, you might be right because new owners, you know, they want to do their own thing. And there's, you know, Woj who wrote the story about Monty it initially wrote that Matt Ishbia, the new owner, is now running basketball operations. Then he took it out of the story. It probably is the truth that whether he's entitled doing it, you don't have to have a title. He's the owner. But, right, he might be running this team, which, look, I know he played at what he was a walk on at Michigan State. Look, I don't think it's good, you know, um, that this guy is, if indeed he's running basketball operations. I thought James Jones did a good job. But I guess, Rob, when you buy the team, you pay all that money, I guess you can do what you want. 
You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, and and they're always going to be uh, owners like that, and guys yeah, who Chris they got a lot Jones. of money, and now they think they know basketball. Yep. Wasn't he a walk on at Michigan State yeah, for Tom Izzo? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But come on, does that mean he? Should, you know, it's, you agree with me? That don't mean you should be running freaking the Phoenix Suns. But hey, it is what it is. So, what do you think? Um, should be their moves. I I feel like look, they're going to build around Durant and Booker, which is a great tandem to build around assuming Durant can stay healthy. Um I would trade DeAndre Ayton cuz he just doesn't seem, you know, now if he if the new coach hits it off with him, which obviously he he might be traded before they hire a coach, but maybe you want to wait. If a new coach has plans to incorporate him more in the offense and has a better relationship with him where Aiton feels, I don't want to say Monty didn't appreciate him, but certainly where Aiton feels appreciated, where he seems to be engaged, then maybe you give that a try, right? Because he's a seven-footer who gives you 18 and 10 without really having a ton of stuff run for him. So that, I mean, I guess you got to figure out, you know, the coach maybe before you make that move with Aiden. But I think, Rob, if they can trade Chris Paul for some uh, maybe two role players or something, just some decent depth, that's what they need is decent depth. Obviously, you have to replace him at point guard. But they're, they're not done. And I don't think the Warriors are done. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win another championship, but I, I'm not going to rule it out. You know, it depends on what the moves both of these teams make. They'll both be in the mix, I believe, assuming they make some smart moves. And, you know, I think they'll be in the hunt. I don't. They won't enter the season as the favorites. But Phoenix could, perhaps, if they make smart moves. Yeah. I, but there's a lot of moves that need to be made. And I'm telling you, Chris, going forward, I got the Devin Booker. I don't know about Durant, how much you can count on him. I hate to say that. The injuries. Yeah, that part. I just, you know, like, you could get built up feeling good about the team and then you just don't know. I, I know, I, I wish we didn't have to think like that, but I do. Um, and then the other moves you made, I mean, they, they, they it just depends on what other pieces that they can add to it because Booker and Durant's not enough. No, no. Well, one, I mean, Rob, they didn't have depth in these playoffs. It's as simple right. as that. And and I will say this, and I think you agree with me. For all those saying they made a mistake by trading, you nah, know, Mikael Bridges and, and Cam Johnson and some others and picks for Durant. No, because you weren't going anywhere. They wouldn't have got it as far as they did, I don't believe, if they hadn't traded for Durant. And at least there's hope. I don't know. I mean, they'd be younger. I, Booker's not old and. Those two guys are young, but I think there's more hope. And, I, again, I, I, I'm i not saying they're going to win the championship next year. Hey, hey, but hey, if Rob they build G. around them the right way, they could make some noise. J- jump in, Rob G., because this is an interesting nugget. Uh, tell Chris this whole story sure. here. Uh, so, earlier today, longtime NBA TV and Sirius XM NBA radio host, Brian Geltzer, he may have been on the show once before, years ago, said today that the Suns are, quote, prominently on James Harden's radar in addition to the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I heard. I remember. I saw that. Um, 
So maybe a Chris I, Paul I, for James I'll, Harden swap? What do you make of that, Chris? I thought that was interesting well, to talk about. Well, if I'm Philly, I don't want Chris Paul at this age. He'll be 38, I believe. Um, what's he? First of all, he's older, so he's not nearly as good. And secondly, he's I, he's likely to get hurt. Right, I mean, he hasn't been healthy for the playoffs. Saying that, right, right, hate but it's that. just it's his track record. So I don't. But if if I mean, they might lose. Well, yeah, it would have to be a trade. All right, now Harden. From Harden's perspective, I would respect it more if he went to Phoenix than Houston because at least that shows that he wants to win. Going to Houston, you're just down there hanging out, kicking it, and hooping. You're not really trying to win anything. Um, but from Phoenix's perspective, uh, why why will it be any different for him in Phoenix? He did the same. Heck, if we keep it real, remember when he got to the finals with OKC, he was bad against Miami. Now, I remember thinking, man, I'm not holding that against Harden. He's a young buck. He'll be, you know, he, he's young. He It was his first finals. He'll get over it. It's understandable that he he was jittery. But over time, this has become his custom. And so why should Phoenix think it's going to be any different there? Right. I, rap, I, I just, I'm sorry. If I'm trying to win a cha- if I'm one of those championship or bust teams, I'm not interested in James Harden unless he's coming in maybe as my, well, he would be their third guy. But I'm, I, I, I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I just that ship has sailed for me with Harden. This Rob Milwaukee lost. This was the year it was set up for them. I know Boston's tough, but if Harden was still that guy, or was if Harden heck was the guy he is in the regular season, I feel he can win that series. So I'm not. Philly, I'm not that, Philly I'm could win be. that, but he ain't that guy. That's right. Boy, he's not so that why, guy. Consistently. So do you want him if you're Phoenix? Yeah, no, because the the track record is bad, and KD probably doesn't want him because he walked out on him in Brooklyn. I would think, but maybe right? I, I, you're right. I would think I would think that for sure. Now let me throw this one out because this has also th- been thrown out there. Kyrie to Phoenix. Oh God. <laughs> I'm Here's just saying. my thought. I if I at the end of the day, I probably a strong probably do not do it. All I'll say is this: boy, is it would it be tempting? You know what I mean? For all the destruction Kyrie has wrought since he left Cleveland, Boston, Brooklyn, Dallas, it would be tempting because <laughs> he's that nice and. But but I, I at the end of the day, Rob, I don't think I'd do it because I think Booker's the man on that team now. Even if you think KD's better, Booker's the stronger, I just think the stronger personality. Like KD always seems to have that issue. You know, it's Westbrook's stronger personality. Kyrie's stronger personality. Now Booker. And I think KD will settle into being that guy that plays off Booker. But Kyrie comes in, Rob, he probably thinks he's better than Booker. I mean, I don't know who Kyrie wouldn't think he's better than. I agree and with so, that. And so, you know and what I mean? Yeah, so, Kyrie yeah. doesn't work with Booker. I, I that that that's not going to work. So, 
I, I, I just think they probably need to, if you can get like a pseudo third star, you know, not really a superstar, but a suit, a kind of a, maybe a sometimey all-star here and there, or even if not, I think the key for them is depth. And you got scoring. If you keep Aiton, you don't need another star. You just need a point guard that's going to get eight, a coach, really, that's going to get Aiton engaged. And depth, Rob. I think that's what I'd go for. All right. Yeah. Ben Simmons coming out strong. How you like me now? We'll get into that next. It's the I Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
And Shohei with a drive. Right center field. That ball is long gone. Off the top of the fence. Protecting Utah Street from a Shohei Otani rocket. It's a three-run homer. Well done. I like that call. All right, that was the progressive play of the day. Progressive's making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. We're the I couple wrapping up a three-hour show right right here from the TireRack.com studios. And, uh, Rob, I don't know if you saw this on Ben Simmons' Instagram story, but – Toward the end of that game, Rob G, explain explain his. Yeah, in the final three minutes, to be exact, when the Boston Celtics were up by 28 points, Ben Simmons took to IG on his stories and posted a photo. He's not in it. It's just a landscape view of him watching the Boston Celtics finish off the Sixers with a cup of wine and a bottle of water. No caption, no comment, but it definitely said a lot, if you ask me. It said he was thirsty. <laughs> you like that, Rob? I do. Why not? You know why? I like it. Because he was made, Chris, like we talk about all the time. He was made to be. It was all his fault. He's not there now. Now what? Now is it? Is it all his fault still? I understand why he would feel a little salty on what happened in Philadelphia. And I'm not blaming that he didn't take some blame in it, Chris, but he probably feels like. Now, if he would have said something like, uh, see, they're losers or something like that, then I would have an issue with it. I don't have an well, issue. Well, it would he have said, to be crass for you to have it. Because it, it, what if he said, um, tough told loss. you so? Tough loss. Which obviously is you're making a you know what I mean you're, it's a well, jab at them but and, it's and not, it's not like, a tough loss when you lose by thirty or whatever. <laughs> if you I, if you get if somebody hits a, a three pointer at the buzzer that's a tough loss, right. Chris. Um, I don't like it. Okay, and here's why. I just and I I'm not I I I'm not I don't mean this in a mean spirited way. Ben Simmons needs to stay off. He need he don't need to be challenging anybody right now. Yeah, no, I got Cause that. Because at least, and I, because here, Rob, and I agree, I don't think he was blamed for everything, but he definitely, you know, was was blamed. But was it out of line? I mean, he he didn't, you know, obviously wouldn't shoot in that series and obviously passed up a dunk to give, a, give it to a teammate for another, for a layup contested. And then... He demands a trade, doesn't show up. Then he shows up, isn't able to play. And so nothing that no failure on the Sixers part is going to make up for what, for the madness that went on with Ben Simmons in Philly. And Rob, I just think, and I know he had the back injury, but there's also some of this where he just hasn't wanted to play. And I, you can rip Embiid and Harden and Maxi and PJ and Tobias and uh, Melton and all these guys. At least they out there playing. At least they got on the floor. Ben Simmons ain't even getting on the floor. He's content to sit there on the bench in nice designer sweaters and look cool and collect his money. So I'm just saying, like, I, I, this shouldn't even be brought up. 
Ben Simmons should stay out of like basketball, like making snide remarks about any basketball players until he gets back on the court and starts balling. Because he has become a shell of himself. Rob, you know this, even when he played in Brooklyn this year, he was like, it was like he was 30% of the player he used to be. No, I, I get that. I, I can't. You know what I mean? Me to, like, I just think he needs to chill. It's hard for me to, to argue chill. that, but, but I do. Uh, I think if he would have, if it would, if he would have said more, it would have been worse. You know what I mean? Like, had he? Yeah, had, but it, he, it said a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, like trust. Yeah, you know like, like trust the process. Like if he wrote that or something, I think that would be like Rob a G. Bit too what do much. you think? You 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 cool with what he did? I'm kind of split. I'm sp- I think Rob makes a great point because he definitely was the Russell Westbrook. Well, was, yeah, it, was, it, uh, was it unwarranted? Benson, uh, yeah, not looking back on it because Joel Embiid obviously not that guy. No, Tobias Harris I mean, ain't that guy. Doc Rivers ain't that guy. So he wouldn't why, even play. But why At is, least they trying. But it's kind of sucks if you're Ben Simmons when you're taking all of the wrath for two plus right. years and I come to find out the they wrath. couldn't get any further with him and without him. I don't, I don't think he took him. all the wrath. He took I mean, a lot. Doc certainly he took a lot. gets his share. Doc he, Rivers rolled over on a member in the post game. After defending him all year, I can't win with him. <laughs> Doc defended him all year. It's about time he told the truth. <laughs> all right, we out. It's the Odd Couple. Keep it locked. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. Peace. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.